Hey, you guys. Thanks for coming back. This is Richard Sachs. We're here with uh, Doug Diamond holding the show together, doing the technical part. And uh, this is Lost Arts Radio Live. And it's our Saturday show, Saturday afternoon show in the U.S. time anyway, that is related to current events. And, there, you know, we could talk for hours and hours about current events without even touching the amount of stuff that's happening every day now. It's really an intense time in history and something that's been worked on for, you know, I've done a lot of investigation into this and it goes back all through what I call recent history, past several thousand years, building up to all the tyrants figuring out who was going to be in charge and how the different um, factions would make coalitions and decide how to take over the world and the people at the very top and kind of the analogy to Lord of the Rings well not quite because the elves and different people were mostly good but these different kinds of nasty tyrants were figuring out how to use their ring of power to be the most powerful and at the top they didn't realize that they were all deceived to quote Tolkien by uh, the control that was being exerted over all of them by the holder of the one ring, so to speak, which is the satanic cabal at the very top, which is a very small number of individuals. And as we move now in a more coordinated fashion toward the end of the sacrifice, which is what these satanic rulers are really doing, uh, anybody who thinks that the people at the top are doing what they're doing for money is not looking at the top. Those are the mid-lower levels. Um, at the top, it has nothing to do with money. And it's very coordinated now in the mind control and trying to uh, educate us that efforts to be free and, and the whole idea of individual freedom is a big mistake. And it leads, you know, it makes it harder to have world peace, which is what they want to do for, I was going to say to us, but for us. And their means of having world peace is to first total uniformity among the slaves, and second, the slaves all disappear. All the extermination of life on the planet is basically the way that they're trying to make world peace, including their own physical death. And that's a, a long subject, but I don't say it lightly. It's a result of decades of investigation. I think that's where they're going. And so while that's happening, as we're moving step by step, through this methodical process where they're not trying to kill us overnight because they could do that at any point. They've got technology and weapons probably, I don't know, I think I agree with Stephen Greer, 50 years ahead of what we've seen. So they wouldn't have a problem wiping out life on the planet uh, in the next hour. But they're not, they're noticing, you, you'd notice that they're not doing that. So it's a systematic protocol that they're following giving the correct notices, and you have to do the sacrifice exactly correctly. As I said, it's not about money. Certainly, obviously, wouldn't be about money if you're killing all your potential customers, right? Uh, it's something very different than that. They expect their reward on another level, as in keeping with the doctrine of sacrifice. And all, all along, they're trying to educate us, re-educate us into forgetting about common sense, uh, motivation by fear is the rule and realizing that we're helpless and they're in charge and you know even more than that that we're the enemy of the world that humans are the curse of the planet that destroying ourselves would really be the 
most noble heroic thing to do. And even if you look at the current, um, I guess they call him the president in the U.S., the, even if he's fake, he's the president. And I'm not um, trying to disparage uh, Mr. Biden because dementia can happen to anybody. And it's not, it doesn't mean that you're evil. It just means that your your brain and your body are breaking down and that's what's happening. So I know he's not running anything, but he is trying to be a good figurehead and sign the things that he's told to sign and probably not ask too many questions other than, you know, what room am I in and important priority questions like that. But um, one of the themes of what's being done and, and what he's been told to enforce or announce at least is trying to make us forget about the whole concept of natural rights and the, the spirit of the founders of America that were an example for the rest of the world. And, you know, one of the things we're being trained to think is that America is terrible and racist, racist and evil, a terrible country that nobody would want to be in. And all the time, everybody's trying to get to it. And you're not supposed to be smart enough to think, wait a minute, what's that thing about... Uh, America being the, mo- the worst country in the world and, you know, unfair and racist and all this stuff. How come everybody's trying to get into it? Um, they said, don't pay no attention to that. You know, just realize it's a terrible country and you should hate it, especially if you're born there. But um, there are some great people around, fortunately, that did not forget the original spirit of freedom and natural rights, and that you're not insignificant, that the individual rights are critical, um, and you can never take them away citing the benefit of the whole or the greater good or anything like that. And you certainly can't take away individual rights by saying there's an emergency. That would be completely ridiculous. And the rulers think that we're so dumbed down at this point that we think, oh, yeah, well, there's an emergency. So they're going to give our rights back as soon as they can. I mean, they're they're nice people. And um, they just have to take our rights away for now, for a short time. Because otherwise, I mean, forget it. It would just be terrible. So we have to give up our rights and know that we're being well taken care of. There are some people that are not falling for that. And still have some brain function operating and some are very sharp and clear. And there's one of them that I heard on Alex's show. Um, and I don't want to say his last name because it's been forbidden all over the internet unless you say it's really terrible, which I can't do because it's not. And I'm trying to be open about telling as much of the truth as I can on this particular show. So I think it was last Thursday I saw this incredible inspiring man who hasn't forgotten and is not trying to do damage to the the world and the people of america and other countries he's just seems to me to be a really good guy and his name is Ma. i I hope i can pronounce it it's maj toure or maj tour i don't i don't that's not his birth name but he's a rapper and i think he took that as his rapper name and it's m-a-j is his first name, and T-O-U-R-E is his last name in that uh, stage name, I guess it is. And he's a rapper, he's a teacher, he's really a good teacher. I mean, I heard him, he was on for a long time with Alex. Alex thought he was fantastic, and I agree with Alex on this. 
and he's a political organizer, but not the kind that you've heard of that follows communist nonsense and stuff like that. He's an organizer to try to preserve freedom and individual rights, natural rights, the spirit of the founding and the Constitution and letting people know this is not a democracy and we don't want it to be. A constitutional republic would be terrible if the Constitution was bad. But if the Constitution is written around individual rights as well as the American one was, even though it's not perfect, that kind of a constitutional republic is way better than a democracy of people that are not too conscious and are really dumbed down. So, um, Maj Tour started, I guess, after his main part of his rap career, he started an organization which is, an, I think, is a non-profit, and it's called Black Guns Matter. Black gun, not Black Lives Matter. It's not a communist organization like that one. It's a real freedom organization and one that respects the founding principles of America as an example for the rest of the world. Because remember, the American Declaration of Independence, the founding documents, and the Constitution were not about the natural rights of just Americans. Because that would mean that, you know, God, for some reason, only gave humans in America the natural rights and not the, all the other people in the world. And that's not how it works. You know, everybody gets sunlight, everybody gets, well, rain. I was going to say rain, except we have geoengineering now. But normally, everybody gets rain and wind and natural rights. So wherever you live, even if it's a uh, communist dictatorship or, or worse, if there is worse, um, you actually have the same rights from God because God is not going to say, well, you know, they have a communist dictator who wants to kill them. I really should take these rights back. That's fortunately not what happens. So this man, Maj Ture, I thought on Alex is really inspiring. He's maybe, I don't know why, I have suspicion why, but he's still allowed on Facebook and YouTube, even though he's, you know, threatening the basic values of sanity and enslavement. But they're leaving him on for now, so you can find him under Black Guns Matter at Facebook and YouTube and Solutionary, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y, Lifestyle, L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E dot O-R-G. That's the website. And they're getting ready for an event, and I think it's in September, uh, the fall of this year, in Florida. It sounds like it's going to be great. So you might want to go there and read about it. And Maj, if you get a hold of a recording of this show or if you're listening, um, I want to invite you on the show because it'd be a whole lot more interesting getting to talk to you than just talk about you and say the great things that you're doing. Um, why I like Maj is he's showing how the the natural rights referred to in the Constitution, uh, in particular for his group, the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, which the crazy people in America are thinking is a bad thing. And the ones who are trying to enslave the people are saying, yep, you got it right. It's a really bad thing. And nobody except the police and the criminals and the military should ever have firearms. And, you know, don't try to apply logic and common sense, or as the New York Times say, critical thinking, because it's really, it's just going to confuse you. It's too technical. Um, Just know that the Constitution is an old, out-of-date document. 
the Second Amendment is why we have so much violence, and they always call it gun violence. They don't call it knife violence, knife violence, or car violence, car violence. They just call it gun violence, gun violence, because it's very important to our rulers to disarm the regular people. So I'm a really strong supporter of um, not just the Second Amendment, which is the American federal part, but the state and local um, laws, not like they have in California now, which is taken over by uh, insane communist dictators at the moment uh, on every level that I can see, except there's a lot of great people there, too, that are trying to switch that back, fortunately, and we've had them on the show, some of them. Um, there's a real contest going on now for life or death, for the future of not just America, but uh, and not just humans, but all life on the planet, and it's not a mistake. Maj Touré is an example of showing uh, the value of the amendments and all the other rights that they represent. Um, what he's doing, he's raising money, and it looks to me like it would be really good to support him with money. And he's raising money for uh, buying their facility, which I think is in Philadelphia, where he's based. But also they want to start branches around the country teaching beginners to not be afraid of firearms and how to use them responsibly, not go out and, you know, hurt people or anything like that. He's not somebody promoting violence at all. I really appreciate his attitude. and uh, But self-defense, yes. And the reason for the Second Amendment, which is supposed to be reflected in the state and local governments also, including California, is that where you have an armed trained, responsible, educated, conscious public, you don't want to disarm them like that, like they fooled the people into in the UK, Australia, New Zealand. All, I mean, there's almost no place left in the world that the God-given right of uh, self-defense and firearms has been preserved, except in America, and it's hanging by a thread in America. So, Maj Touré is helping to preserve it and hold on to it. Um, I was going to read a little bit of the bio that they have in Wikipedia because it actually sounds honest. Uh, he's not one of the people who they're misrepresenting, and there are a lot of those, unfortunately. But it, I'll read a little bit of it. It says, a native of North Philadelphia, Tour, Maj Tour followed, founded the educational nonprofit organization Black Guns Matter in 2016. The organization advocates for the right to keep and bear arms and promotes responsible ownership of firearms. They're not some black militia that's going to go out and hunt white people. That's something that the, the media and the government agencies want us to all get into, is race war. He's not about race war. He's about unity, uh, everybody relying on God, supporting and respecting each other. I mean, to me, it really sounded like the right attitude completely. Um, he's been a successful hip-hop artist, um, released three uh, recordings that are well-known, Solutionary Volume 1, 2, and 3, 2005, 2014, and 2016. He was a candidate at large for a seat in the Philadelphia City Council. I guess the people there weren't smart enough to elect him yet, but maybe they will be in the future if he still wants to do that. Um, he really cares about conflict resolution, in other words, 
getting rid of violence, not through tyranny and disarming everybody, but through education. And, you know, real education is getting people in touch with their own ability to learn and who they are and their own maturity. And um, that's why homeschooled kids come out so good. It's compared to, in general, to public school kids. Um, This needs to become a universal aspect of real education. And he's advocating training for disconnected youth. And he's trying to get beginners comfortable with firearms, taking advantage of firearms rights, which come from God, not from the Second Amendment. And if you do that on a widespread basis, for example, if, if they had done this with the women in Scandinavia, arming and training them, when the rapes and the waves of rapes were first starting a few years ago with the in, inviting of uh, the waves of uh, violent people into those countries, the violence would have stopped overnight, just over, no more. And the people who are so afraid of firearms don't realize that. And they're saying, oh, these guns are making everybody go crazy. And they're creating all this violence. That's why they call it gun violence. And they're just trying to brainwash you. It's complete nonsense. You know, if you've got grown-ups with maturity and they handle the firearms correctly and they're trained and they're responsible and they have no desire to hurt anybody, they're not trying to go out and, you know, just go insane like, like we're told will happen, then the only result of that is that violent crime just about stops because the violent criminals say, wait a minute. Wouldn't it be better to go where there's no legal guns for the population because then it's going to be a lot safer for the criminals? And that's common sense and we're supposed to forget all about it. So um, the last part of the of the thing in Wikipedia says, in a dialogue with Lawrence B. Jones, Torre applauded grassroots anti-racist protesters. See, they're anti-racist. They're not racist against so-called white people. And I say so-called because I've never actually seen a white person, you know, Snow White. I don't know if they have any people like that. If they did, it would be fine. They wouldn't be bad because they were Snow White, but I've never met any. And I, there may be coal black black people, which is fine. I personally don't know any. I know a lot of people in various shades of pink and brown and yellow and red and um, tan and cream colored and who cares about the color it's so stupid to have any any feeling of racism toward anybody uh, because it's as martin luther king said it's the content of the character you look in the eyes you watch the actions you watch the words see if they match you know and i mean everybody's got a past where they made horrible mistakes i mean all of us but what are they doing now you know, you don't dig up their past and say, oh, well, 10 years ago she did this or something. That's just irrelevant. You know, what are they now? Have they learned their lessons? And Maj Touré is not racist at all, as far as I could tell from his talk with Alex. I hope, I really hope you'll come on the show, Maj, if you can, as soon as possible. We'll promote your event and ask people to donate money to your cause, which I'm doing now and all that. So... um The problem is that as far as getting this information out correctly, in America and most of the world, we have this demonic criminal media twisting everything, including the spirit of freedom and nationalism and inciting racism in the name of equality, Uh, just complete insanity. 
identifying with anything that you want. If if you don't like your gender, you just, you know, have your body cut up with the scalpel and toxic drugs and then say you're a different gender. I mean, people are believing this because the authority figures are promoting it, which is mass criminal activity. People need to get in touch with who they really are, not who they're supposed to be to go along with some insane media. That that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, look at the site sexchangeregret.com if, if you ever get a chance. Really great project, um, which is not allowed in most places in the country. Anyway, completely twisted understanding of all this stuff from the media. And Maj's message on the Second Amendment with responsibility. In other words, and well, there's so many things I could say about that. Having firearms and being allowed to defend yourself does not make you insane, contrary to what's called liberal point of view. I have no idea what's liberal about it. I, I used to consider myself a really strong liberal in the 1960s, uh, thinking that the Vietnam War was completely you know, unethical and immoral, which almost all the wars are, unless it's for direct self-defense of the country. I think any war other than that is probably completely illegal and unjustified. So we were talking about things like that. Freedom of speech, of course. This was known to be liberal value. And letting people live however they want to live as long as they respect everybody else's right to do the same thing. That was liberal in the 60s, although we had some crazy communists. But uh, most of the liberals were just really compassionate and... uh, they weren't anything like what that label signifies today. So, Maj's message on the Second Amendment is really a message in uh, natural rights, and it's what the schools should be teaching. Um, instead of being fooled into supporting gun control, which is a deadly idea, it's a horrible thing for a country to have gun control. I mean, look what it encourages the authorities and the sometimes the military too if they're operating in the country if they know that everybody is completely defenseless i mean we should learn from history by now right if the unarmed population that's also responsible enough to handle it and to respect each other is a tremendous deterrent for tyranny taking over and it's also national security um so that's why i think um Arming and training black people is a great idea. White people, that's a great idea. Women of every race, especially, they need it. Uh, little tiny kids are not mature enough to handle it, but as they get, they start growing up and they become, even some of the single-digit kids that have exceptional maturity, maybe they're homeschooled or something, they can start under supervision learning about firearms training too. And it's a really positive, uh, empowering thing Um it gets rid of violent crime to a great great degree, and it makes it much harder for governments to exterminate people, which they tend to do once the firearms are made illegal, such as in Mexico. Well, not just the government, but private gangs like in Mexico uh, and gangs in places in cities in the U.S. where they have the tightest gun control. Do you think it's the safest? That's what the TV says, so it must be true, right? Except it's complete not true at all. Places like Chicago and other ones that have tight gun control are very dangerous. 
Um, so Maj is teaching that young people need to get responsibility, and that includes learning about health, which I think is really critically important. And I'm glad he's talking about that. Maybe we can exchange information at some point because I'd like, I hope Maj knows that if you teach people the real suppressed health information, the natural health information that, like Hippocrates said, doesn't hurt anybody, that you're doing a great service. You don't need to get them on medical drugs. And I mean, I I can't give, I don't want to give medical advice of any kind. So be sure to go to your doctor, take all the drugs they tell you, right? Have all your organs removed if they want. I'm just saying my experience as a researcher and independent health scientist is that uh, if you learn real health information, the medical system is rarely necessary for anything except accidents and a, maybe a few surgeries for congenital defects and things like that. So Maj is teaching responsibility. This makes the Second Amendment safe and not just the Second Amendment, but what it refers to. He's teaching non-racism and like what if the media was pushing racism? They used to you know, be into racism against black people. Now they're into racism against white people. They're both insane and totally destructive. What if they were doing that like they are now, saying how terrible white people are, how terrible men are, and everybody was smart enough to say, the media is insane. That's ridiculous. Uh, he's teaching non-victimhood, non-addiction, family protectiveness, um, You know, we talked about, I have to skip over a little bit because we're using time fast enough, a lot more to talk about. Um, He talks about why it's important to have easy acquisition of firearms, uh, why the background checks and the red flag laws and license license required to carry are bad. I totally agree with that. And it's like, this is the purpose of us being dumbed down through fake education and Fake media, fake entertainment, fake science, fake, you know, malicious government agencies all saying that, well, with background checks, it's obviously great to have those because you can stop the bad people from buying firearms. If you're not very perceptive, that seems really self-evident true. And it's completely false. And the reason it's false is that the background checks and everything are, are great if the government is 100% wise and benevolent, it's like a benevolent dictator. But um, if the government goes crazy, which almost all governments eventually try to do, and they say, well, sorry, your background is bad. You can't have protection. That's what they always do. And they, they may even send you to a mental hospital if they don't like your point of view. So the background checks are very dangerous. <clears throat> Red flag laws are completely crazy. This was one of Trump's big uh, lapses to support red flag laws. That was crazy. And anything that you need a license for um, means that you can be controlled. That's the license scam in general. That's a big subject. You know, that's why they wanted to get doctors licensed, not because it guaranteed they're good, but it guaranteed that if they told you the truth about health, They could take their license away. You know, it's really important to grasp that, to look at this deeply enough to see licenses don't give you rights. They put you under control and restrict what you can do. And it's certainly true when you get a license for something that's a God-given right, 
like your ability to have self-defense, that's a completely counterproductive, um, harmful, criminal thing to do. Uh, it's also important and tied together with uh, one great thing that Donald Trump did was promote the idea of positive nationalism. And if people understood the way he was saying it, it wasn't like the German dictator you know, in the 1930s was saying, uh, Germany needs to take over every country in the world because Germans are better than everybody else, which is exactly what he said in his book. Um, and so nobody else should have the land except for Germany. That's insane nationalism. It's not normal nationalism. Normal nationalism that goes along with all of your constitutional rights, your God-given rights, is that every country in the world should be doing everything that it can. The leaders of that country should be doing all they can to make it a better place for their citizens to live and be free and prosper and not have any unnecessary regulations and be uh, encouraged to care for each other and not steal their money through taxes too much and not turn it into a welfare state protected against communism, socialism, and all that. Nationalism is wonderful, and it doesn't mean going out and try like the United States government and a lot of others have done and try to fight wars just for the military-industrial complex. That's not nationalism. That's something much worse. And uh, the same with all the rest of the Bill of Rights. <clears throat> for example... And how many of you guys know the, the Ten uh, Amendments and the Bill of Rights in the U.S.? Because, you know, even if you're in another country, <clears throat> it would be really good for you to know those. And number one at the top of the list, do you know what that is? It's free speech. It's the most important. And it means, you know, unfortunately, they were only li limiting the federal government but there should be the same limits on state governments, local governments, corporations, you know, especially corporations like big tech and social media, where they have basically a monopoly, a de facto monopoly over uh, Internet communications, most of it going through the big platforms. And they're using that under the direction of much higher level rulers to take away free speech. And the founders of America knew that free speech was the most important right to affirm and guarantee. And we're being fooled into opposing it with all this censorship. And it's just like background checks and red flag laws and all these things that restrict your uh, gun ownership rights are bad. And they look good on the surface, but they're absolutely deadly to freedom. And they're misused very quickly against political opponents and things like that and have nothing to do with logic and common sense. The same thing with uh, speech laws uh, restricting free speech like hate speech laws. It seems like it's obviously good, right? You don't want to have everybody hate each other. And I would say don't hate anybody. I, I think you shouldn't even hate the people that are doing the worst crimes. And those are at the top level of the power structure. Those are not the criminals running around in the street are not the worst ones. The worst ones are at the highest levels of the power structure. And I recommend that you don't hate them either for various reasons. And they can be, they can be affected and reformed if you're not busy hating them, if you get strong enough. 
So um, also the laws against misinformation that we have now or policies, which might as well be de facto laws, those are 100% tyranny. They move toward enslavement. They're not good at all. And it would seem like, oh, well, misinformation, who wants to have that out? See, you have to have a little bit of intelligence still left. You can't just be a zombie now to understand this stuff. And with misinformation, yeah, it would be great if all information was accurate, but it's not. And if it's not, and you have to pick it out, you have two options. You can have a system that allows you to decide what you think is true, which is freedom. Or you have the other system where uh, the controllers, which are the dictators telling you how to live, tell you, oh, well, this over here that says uh, drugs are not good, that's misinformation. You should be on drugs, uh, especially drugs that stop you from free thought. And any laws against misinformation are immediately misused. And the policies against that, too. And sometimes... Uh, it's not just the laws against it. It's the people themselves when they've been sitting meditating on the television set for six hours a day or more. And they're just absorbing all of this crazy nonsense from all the main commentators and the main networks that are supposed to be news, all that fake stuff. And they are used by the power structure to go and attack people who are trying to be free and express themselves. And we have lots of examples of that going on right now in the world, certainly in America, but everywhere else too. And um, examples especially of of the private individuals trying to shut down free speech because they're totally brainwashed. And lots of examples of that came up this week. And almost anybody you choose has some. And I thought I'd... um, I don't have anybody else on the show with me. There's no guests, but we have Doug here who's doing the engineering for the show. And um, he had an experience, too, this week to try to shut down free speech. And I thought if he's willing, it would be good for him to come on the air with us and explain what happened. And uh, then we'll see what we can learn from that experience. So, Doug, if you're willing to do that, I think it would fit right into what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm here. So, what did you run into this week that had anything to do with um, shutting down free speech? Yeah. Well, it was it was pretty interesting this uh, this week. Tuesday, I received an email in the morning um, that was a threat. Somebody threatened me, and it all had to do with free speech. I was going to share my screen and show some um, some different screenshots, but the uh, we run three simul- simultaneous live streams from this computer, and it was bogging the computer down too much. So okay, okay, so you up, could just uh, explain it then, I guess. So. Yeah, I had my browser open. I ended up closing that, and that smoothed the stream back out. But um, let okay. me read you the email that I received. It's really just four sentences. It's pretty straight and to the point. Yeah, and any background that you think is important too. Yeah. Well, the background is that, um, as you guys may or may not know, I'm a producer and engineer, and I do a lot of work with Anthony Patch, who is a Christian researcher, and he has been very um, deliberately explaining over the last year that he believes 
that this vaccine that everyone is taking right now is the biblical mark of the beast. And you can agree with that or you can disagree with that, but I'm telling you, he's shown the evidence over the last year, both scientifically and scripturally. So he can back up what he said, what he says. And this person that sent me an email on Tuesday did not like that too much. So here's what the email said. And the, um, the subject is, it says a fair warning. First of all, this is from, I'm just going to go ahead and announce this guy's email address. It's conspiracythings at mail.com. So feel free to send him a note if you want to and tell him about free speech. Conspiracy yeah, or, or things. Or just ask for clarity on, you know, what kind of threat is this and what's yeah. your background in giving threats and can you make a good living as a person doing threats or, you know, whatever you'd like to talk to him about I think would be great. Yeah, I'm sure you can make a good living, at least in the mil- military or the uh, you know intelligence communities. Right. So, conspiracythings at mail.com, and it's things with an S, mail, not Gmail, just mail.com. So, it says, a fair warning, we have successfully campaigned YouTube, PayPal, and Patreon against Anthony Patch, meaning that um, all three of those platforms banned Anthony um, and, YouTube, they, and they did they did ban him, but we don't know if it came from this guy or not. We don't know. Yeah, he could just be taking credit. <clears throat> um, because it is kind of public knowledge that Anthony's been banned from um, PayPal and Patreon now and YouTube yeah. back in January. He says, we have successfully campaigned YouTube, Patreon, and PayPal against Anthony Patch. We would not want to continue the same with Diamond Digital, which is my company. Right. If Mr. Patch continues to promote the present-day vaccinations as the mark of the beast, and anyone who takes any current vaccination is doomed to hell, we will vigorously continue our efforts against those who support him. Which means not only me, but all of his supporters and listeners and folks out there. So it was a threat against the whole community, essentially. Anybody who uh, is out there talking about the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And and this guy doesn't give his name, just his email address, and that's it? Correct. Yeah, conspiracythings mm-hmm. at mail.com. That's all it says. Okay. So anybody that wants to write to him, it would be good to ask several things. One is, you're taking credit for getting Anthony kicked off of, of public platforms like YouTube and things like that. Do you have any documentation that shows that this was actually your work? Or how do we know that you actually did that? And second of all, does this obsession with blocking free speech come from uh, employers that you're working for? Or is this your own fear problem that you need to have worked on psychologically? And there are a lot of other things that need to be known. So if you really want to be taken seriously as a person making threats, you need to explain your background a little more. And, you know, an example of why you believe in these things and if you had problems in your childhood and that led to this problem, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be known before you can just get right into the threats. So you're kind of jumping the gun, but you may be an inexperienced threat person, so that's understandable. You know, we're not hating you for it. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but... No, that was a good message directly to him. Hopefully he'll hear this, but... Yeah, My yeah. guess is no. Um, so I did a little sleuth work on my own. You know, when you get an email from somebody, if you know where to look, you can actually normally find the person's IP address. So I did a little detective work 
and I tracked his IP address down to who the um, his internet service provider is, and I gave him a call. And it turns out the IP address is a, is a company based in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So I called him up and I said, "Look, I think I'm getting, uh, and, well, I'm getting threatening. I'm getting a threatening email from one of your customers, and I don't need to know any personal information. But what can I do to file a, uh, you know, any kind of claim or anything against this person to let you guys know?" And and they basically explained to me that that they would follow any sort of police reports that that would come across to them and um, that that's really all they could do, which I understand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I did publicly put this guy's IP address out. It's on my um, Facebook page. It's there. And I did a little, because you can look for somebody's IP address, you can also find their geographical coordinates. See, when you plug that into Google Earth, it takes you basically right to their right to their building, essentially, right to their property. And I did find it. It's in it's in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was going to show some spring sh- some screenshots, but I can't do that. But um, anyway, that's what I found okay. out. And Are I did you find out too post that the screenshots anywhere if somebody wants to look. Yeah, I mean it's on my Facebook page, and uh, you can mm-hmm. go to okay. um, Diamond Diamond Report, the Diamond Dot Report, and it's on there from back on Tuesday, the twenty second. Okay. Yeah, that and, sounds um, great. And I think one of the lessons from the way that you're handling it is. As a general rule, and I really can't think of any exceptions right now, if you get threatened, immediately go totally public with all the details, yeah, no matter what, what happens. Mm-hmm. There's never an advantage to keeping it quiet, and that's why they tell you to keep it quiet, because they don't want it exposed. It's really bad for their career as a professional threat person. Yeah. Yeah, and I did that right away, because the last threat I got resulted in me being in the hospital for about you know, three weeks or something and couldn't walk mm-hmm. for, four, for four months. I so I take it seriously. You know, this is not something to me where they're just playing games. I think it's for real. And I did find out from the person at the uh, <clears throat> Internet Service Provider that Colorado Springs, and I didn't know this, but they have a, an Air Force base and an Army base and, and, and serious military um, people there in that area. So it could be someone that's that's working for intelligence services, but it may not be. It could just be a troll or something. I don't really know, um, but I haven't heard from him again. So if that happens again, I will certainly let you guys know. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, thanks for the inspiration of anybody else to take the same attitude. You know, if you get threatened, don't ever give in to it. Yeah, the, exactly. The, threat, the threatening entities don't become friendly at that point. <laughs> no, and they don't become friendly very often, unfortunately. If, if they were that normal, they wouldn't be doing the threats, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me explain the story. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. And I think it applies to all the other elements in the Bill of Rights and all the natural rights in it. You know, with this kind of stuff going on, um, it makes you wonder what happened to you. I I wish we had more time. We have like 10 minutes or maybe a little bit more. But um, if you don't know what the 10 um, First Amendments first 10 amendments to the u.s constitution are get one of those little handbooks or just look it up on online it's really easy to find if you do a a, just a quick review the first one is not just uh freedom of speech but it's also several other freedoms that go with it um and we're trying to be fooled out of the freedom of speech by saying well you wouldn't want misinformation circulating around would you and a normal person would say, well, no, of course I don't want any misinformation. 
But you get totally tricked by that because what they mean is they're going to decide what information is misinformation and anything that doesn't agree with them is misinformation and having somebody set up as the ruler of what you can say and eventually what you can think, um, that's a really bad idea. So you should never go along with any restriction. The hate speech laws are stupid and they're not just stupid, they're really dangerous because pretty soon anything that you want to say that they don't want to approve becomes hate speech. And, you know, so you don't ever support that. And things being shut down for misinformation, that's completely criminal as well. And the reason is because they define something as misinformation. We've had examples recently where the uh, health agencies say certain things are misinformation, and then you get shut down by social media and say, you can't say that. And then they say, oh, well, actually, we were wrong. And this is the correction. Wait a minute. If you could be wrong, how are you qualified to say what misinformation is? You're not. Um, number two, we talked about with Madge Touré, the Second Amendment is really important. But all it really does is it says the federal government cannot restrict or infringe on the ability to keep and bear arms. And it also uh, acknowledges the incredible importance, not just in, in America, but everywhere, of the actual organized supervised militia. Now, militia has been turned into a bad word by our media and by various agencies. And why has it done that? Obviously, because it's something really important and essential, and it was put right into the Constitution. And that's that the people themselves in every country are the primary means of defending their country. That's what militia means. And it defended against enemies foreign and domestic, not just Americans, but in any country. That's why rulers who don't want to let you run your own country make everybody defenseless as, as early as they can. They're trying to do that in the U.S. now. And I think it's likely that they'll stage some kind of a fake violent event between now and 4th of July, unfortunately, and then say, see, we told you the Second Amendment is terrible and nobody should have the ability to uh, have firearms because it makes them go crazy and commit gun crimes, right? That's Gun crimes is where the gun just makes you into a criminal. And you have to be smart enough to see through this stuff. So if a big violent event happens and it's suddenly blamed on all the people who would support freedom, individual freedom, the Constitution, real positive nationalism and all this you know, cooperation between all races and rejection of uh, race war and stuff like that. You'll know it was staged so that they can also take the attention off of the audits that are about to prove the last election, what really happened in it. And right now, speaking of freedom of speech, it's it's not illegal, but it's not being allowed to tell the truth about the last presidential election in the U.S. And the same problems with that were at the so-called down-ticket sites with senators and uh, House people and legislators and lots of other offices. And it brings up the, the realization that elections have been fake and completely controlled for a long time. And the people weren't so stupid to elect all these terrible people in office all over the country. At least not as stupid as it looks. A lot of it was fraud. And so they don't want that exposed. And there are... Uh, many other reasons also to expect something staged in the near future. So watch out for that.
And it doesn't mean that it's safe after the 4th of July. So be vigilant. Uh, num- amendment number three, we're going to go through this really fast. No soldiers in the houses. This was during the occupation by British. Uh, four was unreasonable search and seizure. Specific probable causes needed for warrants. Five is uh, you don't have to incriminate yourself. There's no double jeopardy. You have to have due process before the government takes your property. Really not a strong enough um, restriction if the government is as, as criminal as it's become. Six, a speedy and public trial and a defense lawyer. A jury trial for anything over $20 value is number seven. Um, no excessive bail or fines or cruel and unusual punishment. You know, like what they're doing to Julian Assange in the UK right now. And that's another one of Trump's incredible crimes, in my opinion. I still think he's a good person, which people think I'm insane for. But I look at the other, some of the other things he did, and it makes it obvious to me. But he's got huge areas where he's clueless, and he's he's not strong enough going against the advice of criminal advisors, one of which was uh, the deal with Assange. Really terrible crime to leave Assange in prison. Um, nine, oh, nine was... Uh, Individual rights are not limited to the ones specified in the Bill of Rights. There, everything that's not denied is still your right, um, as long as it doesn't infringe on somebody else's right. Like, you know, you you don't have the right to make GMOs that destroy the genetic blueprint of the planet. That's not a, a legitimate right. You don't have the right to spray toxic metals all over the global atmosphere. That's not your right, even if you can afford the aircraft to do it. Um, this is the whole thing about consciousness. You can't just have freedom and no responsible people to live it and take care of it. And number 10 was all the rights that were not specifically given to the federal government still belong to the states of the people. So that's the Bill of Rights. And the question is, all right, that sounds like a really good Bill of Rights. What happened? And... We were, a lot of things happened, but for many thousands of years and probably longer, there have been groups that were trying to get control over as much of the world as possible uh, for evil purposes, and now they've got the technology to control the whole thing, and they're in the process of destroying it, not just humans, but the ecosystem. They clearly don't plan to hang around in their physical bodies, and their servants are not smart enough to know that. They think... Their servants, especially the higher-up ones, think that they're going to be left when we're all gone and out of the way and the injections have killed most of us, uh, that we're going to be out of the way and they're going to be the remnant that get to enjoy the world as their playground. And I want to let you know, if you're in that category and you get a chance to see this, you're being deceived. They're they're not going to let you do that. There's not going to be a remnant. The plan is that you're targeted and so is everybody else. So you might want to rethink your position. You know, before you help with the extermination of life, uh, you might want to think it through a little bit better because you're making a mistake. I'll be happy to talk to you about the detail if you want. Richard at lostartsradio.com because I don't hate the bad guys. I know that there's a lot of people that disagree with that attitude. I don't hate anybody. I see what you're doing. But I know why you're doing it. I know what, what influence you're under. And that could happen to anybody, literally. Anybody that's proud to think, oh, I'm good and I would never do what all these terrible people are doing. Hold on to your natural humility. It's really essential. 
for wisdom if you lose that and think that, you know, you're just this great person and all the bad guys are need to be destroyed or whatever. You're not seeing deep enough. Um, they're victims. They really are. And they need to be rescued out of their programming that's going to make them destroy us all. And you guys that are involved in that, you should reassess what you're doing. Well, I've got a lot more to go through and we're, we have one minute officially left. Um, you know, we need an awake population. That's what it comes down to. The solution to all this, if we had a conscious population in the U.S. and Europe and the U.K. and Australia, everywhere in the world, number one, they'd never give up their firearms. Number two, they'd never fall for the lockdown. They'd know that God-given rights are not alienable. They're inalienable. There's no clause in the Constitution or any good document that talks about natural rights that says, well, you have all these really good natural rights like freedom of speech and freedom of movement. You run your business, stuff like that, except if there's an emergency. And if there's an emergency, you lose all your natural rights. You know, God has nothing to say about it, and you just have to go along with it and hope you survive. Nobody conscious would ever believe that kind of garbage. So if we believed it, you know, that should be a message that we're not quite as bright as we're supposed to be. And our natural state is super sharp and completely perceptive, directly connected to where we came from, fully functional, not subject to degeneration with time. I mean, we have a state that was really incredible and it's still available. We can still get it back. I'm, I haven't obviously demonstrated it, sorry. I wish you had somebody better telling you this, but I'm sure it's true. You know, I've done enough work with it that I know the rest of it can be done. But we need to do it soon because this this fake pandemic and the lockdowns and things like that have not happened by accident. You know, they've happened to destroy the economy. And now they're printing the money to make everybody dependent on government handouts so nobody wants to work. So what's left of the economy collapses. So everybody's going to beg for a new world currency, which is going to be conditional meaning that you'll get your automatic income for not working, provided you think and do exactly the right things. You have to take all the injections, take all the drugs, uh, never say anything unapproved. You really don't want universal basic income. You don't want any kind of government handout unless you're you know, disabled or um, too sick or something like that, and then you should take it. But with everybody that's able to be creative and productive and do anything useful... Try to do that and don't, you know, beware of this welfare state because it's a Trojan horse for complete control, complete surveillance, withholding your food money if you don't do exactly what you're ordered to do, total slavery. That, that's not a mistake. That's where it's going on purpose. So um, we need to turn things around. And there's a lot of good people that are making a lot of really bad mistakes Trump is complicit in mass murder of a lot of the world. But amazingly, in my opinion, I don't see him being a bad person. You know, the media would love him for one thing if he were a bad person. The deep state would love him. Um, Biden would be going over to play golf with him every week. I mean, there's a pattern here and it's really different. Uh, a bad person would not have tried to secure the borders, uh, shut down all these fake trade agreements, 
and countless other things, you know, make the country energy self-sufficient, which every country should has the means to do. They really do. With advanced technologies that are way beyond solar and wind, every country on Earth could be an energy self-sufficient within a month. That technology's been fully developed probably 100 years ago. And uh, the only problem with it is not lack of uh, research and development. It's lack of knowing that you won't get killed if you bring it out. It's, there's a complete stranglehold of really evil network of mafias controlling a- almost every country in the world right now and, and trying to wrap up the ones that it doesn't control. I don't think it has total control over Russia, but it's trying. But it does it partly through the central banks and partly through other means. And it needs to be turned around. And there's no strategic way that's going to happen um, without consciousness. You know, it's just like giving up your firearms and thinking firearms are too dangerous to have in the public's hands. This is a sign that you're really seriously unconscious. Thinking that hate speech should be outlawed, that uh, misinformation should be outlawed or de facto outlawed by the big tech and everything. This shows that you're seriously unconscious if you think that. And I'm not asking for anybody to believe me because I don't believe in beliefs. I believe in finding out and knowing. Try to understand why you shouldn't have firearm restrictions. It's not it's not da- it's more dangerous to restrict them and the same with free speech same with all this other stuff the same with health freedom everybody should be able to use whatever health system they want and of course you should never have any health procedure forced on you ever and people would say oh but if there's a health emergency yeah but have to introduce you to this amazing concept that the authorities can be wrong either by mistake or because they're malicious. That's happening now, every day, all over the world. And when that happens, and they're not only malicious knowing knowing they're wrong, but they make a world control organization to try to enforce their will all over the world, backed up by complete insane people like uh, Bill Gates and others like that, and Fauci and all these others, you have a real serious situation. You know, this is why freedom is better. And without freedom, eventually you have total destruction. Same thing with the economic freedom and stuff like that. It's just the caveats are you can't use your freedom to ruin other people's lives. You can't become build up a Monsanto or, you know, these uh, companies that generate all kinds of nuclear waste or companies that are geoengineering the atmosphere to create what people take as climate change. And the actual disruption is being caused by the fleet of jet aircraft that are poisoning the whole ecosystem. That's not part of legitimate freedom. And there's a balance in there that is easily struck by a conscious population, but not by people just trying to figure out how to control it by rules. It has to be the consciousness first. So I'm sorry I'm over time. i got to get ready for the next broadcast here. But... Um, I hope some of that made sense, and, and take a look at Maj Toure uh, on um, Facebook and YouTube both, and uh, support him. I, I would say, I, I listened to him talk for a couple of hours, and he was great, and we need more people like that. 
and he's not a racist. No, no intelligent person is ever a racist for any race, and no intelligent person ever has this negative uh, nationalistic attitude either. You know, nations aren't intended to go and wipe out all the other nations because they're the best. They're intended to make life really good for their own people by protecting their individual rights and freedoms. That's it. And um, it's inspiring to run it into people like Madge or anybody else that's working for that. And there's so many, so many great people we've had on as guests. So remember, this is Saturday and tomorrow we have our guest show. LostArtsRadio.com will tell you where to hear it. And um, anybody that has the means and would like to keep us surviving the censors, uh, share share our broadcast, share the links everywhere you can, and keep up with the new free speech programs and platforms that we're using. Uh, those are coming up fast. Um, if you have money and you want to help us stay on the air because we're not doing commercials and we haven't figured out a magic way to do it without you know, enough money to operate and we have projects on hold because there's not funding from a clean source yet. We won't take any uh, advertising money to advertise something that we don't know is is personally great. So now I have the luxury telling you if I recommend something, it's because, wow, I used it or heard about it and it's really great. It's not just to get the money, but we need the money. So if you've got the means, please consider donating uh, there's a donate button at lostartsradio.com, also at lostartsresearchinstitute.org, our nonprofit, and um, subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. We're fighting censorship like everybody who tells the truth right now, and we need your support. Um, what else? I told you that, oh, Planetary Healing Club, that's meeting in about 22 minutes now because I'm late. I should have been done eight minutes ago. And that's for people that want to start working on the deeper elements of this, transforming your own life, which is where you have to start if you want to help the world. That's the PowerPoint that's been forgotten. And it sounds illogical if you're not aware of it, but when you start to experience it, you find out, wow, this totally changes the impact of what I do and what I say. And so top priority, work on yourself. If you care about other people, Take care of yourself. You're really important. You're the key star in your own movie, which includes everybody else. There's depth to that, and it takes a while to understand it, but it's worth exploring as much as you can. So if you're interested in taking that farther, Planetary Healing Club, where they're interactive live every week, planetaryhealingclub.com, or if you have questions about it, use the contact form on the website and We'll respond as fast as possible. I think that's about it for everything. Um, again, take care of yourself. Be aware that um, the environment is really tricky right now with the things that are being planned, uh, false flag activity and all that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things that Madge is pushing, and I'm going to shut up in a minute, is you know get your health back. Learn about natural health. Don't depend on drugs for everything. That's the push, is to push us all into addiction to every medical drug possible as well as everything else. Do it naturally whenever you can. Some doctors will help you do that. Uh, Do the exercise your body needs. Get to sleep. You can't just put this stuff off and figure you'll be fine. It doesn't work that way. I tried it. (laughs) Uh, Get sunlight. Bless everybody around you, including the bad guys. Sincerely, not, not as a fake. 
and uh, learn how to grow some food, even if it's only sprouts. Develop your skills, simplify your needs, stock up on the essentials like starting with water that you need in real emergencies. And we need to start building our new society right now. So this is not just intended to be a momentary entertaining program. This is really important, you guys. There's what's called a normalcy bias to not see what's going on. You need to be brave enough to drop that and realize what you need to do. Assess yourself first. Start upgrading yourself and it'll help everybody else. Okay, so thank you. Really a pleasure to be with you. And uh, see you in Planetary Healing Club in 19 minutes if you feel like being there and otherwise uh, tomorrow night with a guest show. And I hope you have a great week and everything good happens in your life. So take it easy and we'll see you next time. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level. From extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind, and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. 
We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the band ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.